you, Lord. For those watching online, we thank you for joining us this morning. We encourage you to participate and do just get in right there with us, and um, you'll receive just as much. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Let's confess our vision this morning. Thank you, Lord. Ready? We are a strong, growing community of faith-filled believers who live aligned to the Word of God, and we make an eternal impact in the lives of others. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I don't know about you, but I depend on His joy fully. That's how I keep going every day, especially right now how things are out there in the world. We cannot look to the world. We have to keep our eyes on him. And we got to hold on to that joy. We, more than ever before, we have to just hold on to it and be joyful and just stay joyful. Because that's the only way we'll be able to get through this time, this trying time. So we just thank you, Father that your joy is our strength this morning, Lord. And Father, we just come before you and we rejoice and be glad in you, Father. As we come before your throne, Father, we just love on you, Father. We just yield to your Holy Spirit this morning. We make that connection this morning, Father. And we receive your joy. We receive your strength. We receive your healing. We thank you for change of hearts this morning, Lord. Change of minds this morning, Father. Lord, we just lean on you more than ever before, Father. And we just bless your name this morning, Lord. We just worship you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for your presence. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your joy. We worship, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We praise you this morning.
Yeah. 
stories that have proved your faithfulness, and I've seen miracles my mind can't comprehend, there is beauty in what I can understand, Jesus is you. Do it. I seem real life. 
when he went to him, he was unclothed and he was screaming. He was out of his mind. He was cutting himself with rocks and uh, they were so afraid, uh, but it seemed like they got accustomed to it. That was the way he was. Oh, you know that man. That's just the way he is. That was just how he was. And so he was dismissed by many, overlooked by many. And so when Jesus came, from a distance he saw him. And that man recognized, well, the demons in that man recognized that this man is different from every other person that's passed by me before. They recognized something in Jesus. They recognized something in Jesus, and they acknowledged it. And it said from a distance, he was telling that devil to leave him. He was telling them, leave him alone. And from a distance, they shouted out at him and told them, don't, don't tell us to leave, you know, leave us alone, it's not time. <laughs> he had been manipulating that man for a while. And so he said, no, no, I'm comfortable, basically. We're staying here. Don't do anything about us. But Jesus took authority. And he, he told, you know, the, the, the demons knew we're coming out. They knew. We're coming out today. So they told him where to send them. <laughs> we're coming out. We already know we're coming out today. So don't send us, you know, somewhere else. Send us into the pigs. <laughs> they wanted something else to inhabit. And Jesus was like, that's easy because those pigs will run into the water. <laughs> They'll kill themselves. And so, uh, so he said, yeah, okay, fine. Into the pigs you go. And so 2,000 pigs. How many demons were in that man? That man was entertaining those things for quite a while, obviously. Because they don't just come in and have it without you entertaining them and making them comfortable. You work with them, they'll stay with you. And so uh, 2,000 pigs about went into the water, and they killed themselves. And what I found interesting was the man was fully clothed, so someone offered their clothes to him. So they, they must have traveled with extra clothes because they knew miracles can happen. Be prepared for miracles. Amen? Be prepared for miracles. <laughs> Everywhere you go. If you need to carry an extra pair of shoes for someone that you know Jesus is going to help them to walk, so here's some flip-flops. I carry it with me because I expect a miracle. <laughs> I expect. And so they had extra clothes, so they clothed the man. And then Jesus was sitting down, probably starting his discipleship with the man. And the disciples came and others came. And the, the man that they dismissed and just was like overlooking, now because he was fully clothed and in his right mind, they were afraid. They were afraid. It says they were in great fear because this man's in his right mind. Wouldn't you be fearful when he wasn't in his right mind? <laughs> they were comfortable and they got accustomed to that. They were accustomed to it. That's what he does. That's just what he does. That's to stay away from there. You know, like you see the movies with the kids, with the, we don't go to that house. That house is haunted. And, you know, it's some old man, that nice guy they find out at the end. Well, that's what they did to him. Stay away from him. They were accustomed. So they were afraid when he was healed. How interesting. 
Well, I thought this was interesting too. Jesus went back to the boat because we're studying Jesus. Jesus went back to the boat and the man said, I'm coming with you. Well, there's another disciple. And, and he's going to help my ministry. Because when I talk about miracles, I can point out, remember him? He was the madman of Gadara. That'll be great and he'll have a great impact. But Jesus didn't do that. Because Jesus doesn't draw attention to himself. Another lesson we learn from Jesus. Everything he does brings glory to his father. So we follow his example. And so instead of telling the man, get in the boat, come on, you're one of my disciples now. We're going to travel the, the, the world together. No, he told him, you stay here. And you go tell people what happened to you. And he didn't even have to say anything, I'm sure. Because people probably were like, whoa, it's that man. <laughs> it's that man. He, he's not the same. And so, but what it says, if you look, now that's in Luke. If you go back to like Mark, it says that afterward that Jesus was preaching and teaching and that people came from Decapolis or it's called also the Ten Towns. It says that they came from there. That's where that man is from, from Decapolis. He's from there. So he became a witness for Jesus. So much so that people left that place to go find the man that healed this one. They came from there. He was such a great evangelist for Jesus, the madman of Gadara. And so he came, many people came to Jesus. And I love what it said in that chapter. It says they came to him. And as soon as he touched them, they were healed, every one. As soon as he touched them, they were healed, everyone. You and I ought to be touching people and declaring that they'll be healed, everyone, everyone, everyone. Yeah, we may have identified with that madman of Gadara at one point in our lives. We may have been overlooked. People might have thought something's not right. Maybe when we were young, we were diagnosed with particular conditions or disorders or delays. That was us at one time, but no more. We've been washed by the blood of Jesus. And that's not how we are anymore. We've been brought up from that low-level living up to where he is. <laughs> seated together in heavenly places in Christ, in his anointing. And so we do what he does. Amen. So now we identify with him. Our identity is in him. And so we do what he does. Amen. So when we sing this song that talks about, I believe there's a wonder work in God. And you heal because you love. That should be our testimony to everybody around us. I, this is the good news of the gospel. I serve. Ma'am, sir, can I tell you something? I serve a wonder-working God. And he wants to heal you because he loves you.
will you receive his healing today? That's our testimony. And we can say we've seen cancer disappear. How many of you can say you've seen, you know some people? Yeah, I know some people, I know. Yeah, disappear. Have you seen prodigals return? Every time we sing that, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Check, that was me one time. Yeah. Families reunited. I've seen that. I've seen that. And I'm believing for that in my life. And you know what? Every time I sing that, my faith gets nourished because I'm reminding myself of what I've seen. We forget sometimes. But that's why the Holy Spirit helps us put it in remembrance. He helps us to remember the time. Ever meet an addict who got clean? <laughs> yeah, I have. And I know some who still need to be clean. And you know what? Jesus can do it. When we put our trust in him, he can do it. Amen? Amen. And so God, our Father, I love how you father us. I love how you father us. We love it because you don't withhold anything good from us. Psalm 16 says you show us your path for our life. And you said at your right hand is fullness of joy. Who's at the right hand of the Father? Who's in Jesus? <laughs> at your right hand, fullness. Hallelujah. I thank you that you're showing us you more and more. We love you. We honor you today. We thank you that you are the miracle worker. And if you have a need, just tell him this morning. It says he meets all of our needs according to his riches in glory. If you're on the path that he's created and designed and pre-planned for you, that provision's already in you. You just need to take it with your faith. I like how Nancy says, arrive with your faith. Get to that arrival place with your faith and take it. So maybe if your faith is not where it needs to be, get some more word concerning that situation. But when you're ready, arrive there and take it. And know that when Jesus touches you, everyone gets healed. Everyone gets healed. Everyone gets healed. There's no exemptions. <laughs> no one's excluded unless we exclude ourselves. So take your healing today. Take your deliverance today. Hallelujah. Oh, I take it, Jesus. I take it, Lord. I take it, Lord. I take it, Lord. Oh, I believe. <laughs> I believe. I believe your word. You said it. That settles it for me. You said it. That settles it for me. I settle that word in my mind. I settle that word in my heart. I establish it in my mind. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. Free, 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 free. Oh, free, free, free. Hallelujah. We're free in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Do you believe? Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so I'll just leave, I'll just end with this. When we believe, our actions show it, right? Amen.
our actions line up with it. So I believe that, you know, things in my life are, are working out for my good. I was singing, I was making my coffee this morning, and I just had a little song making melody in my heart to the Lord. You're working all things for my good. You're working all things for my good. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it looks like. Doesn't matter what it feels like. You're working everything for my good. <laughs> and I'm making my coffee. Doesn't matter what it feels like. Doesn't matter what I see. You're working everything for my good, I believe. <laughs> or my coffee. I Just keep telling yourself these things. Keep working the word of God in you. He'll give you a song that will take you through the day. Won't he? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. You got anything, anybody? Anything? Go ahead. Do you um, anything? Yeah. I, I actually just asked God. If she asked if we have anything, I will share. Awesome. Bless the Lord. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to encourage everyone. I don't think I've ever gave this. It's a testimony. Yeah. I was about four or five years old. And um, I had a condition with my throat. I'm not sure what it was, but it was very, very bad. And I was supposed to go to another island to get treatment, to have surgery. And uh, in a foreign country, the medical attention is not great. Uh -huh. <laughs> and um, I could have ended up with no voice at all mm. if they did anything wrong. Mm. So um, my father reached out to the senior pastors and um, asked if they can pray for me for healing. And what they did, they went to Rhema at that time, and they prayed over a handkerchief. Yes, yes. And they send it. They we received it in a in a box with many goodies. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the instruction that came with it was for me to wear it around my neck at bedtime every night until I'm completely healed. And praise God, I did it for about a week, maybe two weeks, and I was completely healed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Completely healed. Glory and to God. till this day, I've never had any issues with my throat. He can't take your voice. And God Hallelujah. is a God of miracles. Glory to God. A God of miracles. And you can have the same thing. Amen. Amen. So just believe and receive, and you can have a miracle Glory in your life. Glory to God. That's awesome. Yeah, that handkerchief was prayed for by uh, Dad Hagen uh, during Winter Bible Seminar and uh, during camp meeting. They have you bring your prayer cloths, you know, your handkerchiefs. Some people bring pillowcases, whatever, and they'll 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 anoint it and he'll pray for it. And so he prayed for it. And it's just it's it's not you know it's not about the cloth. Let's not get it twisted. It's not about the cloth. It's about the power of God. Amen. It's tangible. And she, whether or not she felt it physically at first when she put it on her, it did its work. It did its work. And you know, the devil knew exactly where she was going and where she was headed. He didn't, she wasn't even in this country yet. He, he, he saw that she was gonna be on a stage and he's like, oh no, she's not. She is not going to praise God. Oh no, 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 no. No, no, no. Try to take her voice. But he didn't win. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for your obedience this morning. Thank you. Hallelujah. Anybody else up there about anything? Go ahead. Transitioning. There was just a, a scripture that came to me that says, um, if our earthly fathers know how to be good, yes. how much more? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If 
you ask your earthly Thank father you, for Jesus. bread, he won't give you a snake. Yeah, He'll Thank give you, you bread. Jesus. If we ask our father for what we need, will he not meet the need? Amen. And that worship came to me. That's awesome. Hallelujah. Thank you for sharing that this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We serve an awesome God. Amen. An awesome father who fathers us well. Bless the Lord. All right. You can go ahead, Mr. Aaron. Good morning, Father's House Family Church. It is Nasha Barton here with this week's upcoming events and announcements. So listen up. Kingdom Couples, ladies, we are just two weeks away from our first meet for our book club. I am so excited. I'm looking forward to it. If you have not signed up yet, please don't forget to click on the link that's on our website and on our Facebook page um, and sign up today. I can also text the link to anyone who has my number. You can just send me a quick text and I will even text you the link. It's very quick. The um, registration is important because that is the way you will receive your Zoom link for our first meet. Don't forget we're meeting at 7 p.m. August the 29th. It's going to be amazing and I cannot wait. I hope you're excited. Also, don't forget that this Wednesday we will host our last prayer car rally for the season. Um, we'll be going to all four of the schools here in the area and we'll be praying for a successful school year. We'll be praying for protection over the children and we want you to come out and pray and help us pray like these are your children. Amen. Because we are believing God for the children in this community. Amen. So come out and help us pray this Wednesday at 7 p.m. We'll meet here inside the church so you can come and meet. We'll do our confession and then we'll go out together. We'll drive to all the schools together so it'll be a little different because we'll actually go to each place together and then we'll come back um, to the church at the end. I am hope that you have plans to join us. And last but certainly not least, we'd like to welcome all of our visitors. If this is your first time here, come on, Father's House. We welcome you. We thank God for you joining us in our Sunday morning worship service. We pray that you continue to enjoy the service. Listen, we would love to connect with you further. If you don't mind, you should have received a welcome packet and a connection card. If you don't mind filling out that connection card and turning that into us during our offering time, we would love to connect with you further. Also, you could connect with us further by clicking on the information on our website, learn a little bit more about us there, and also in the welcome packet. We also have a gift for you. Thank you again so much for choosing to worship with us today. We pray you continue to enjoy the service. Come back and worship with us very, very soon. This concludes our announcements for this Sunday, and at this time, it is time to give. Hallelujah. I hope you're excited because it is Mission Sunday. And we're going to receive now Pastor Maria DeGrasso to come and receive our offering today. So let's receive her. Hello. Hallelujah. Hi, everybody. Love you guys. Family. Uh, today is uh, Mission Sunday. So you can pass on the envelope for those that give in the house. And then we'll have uh, the can give different ways um, we fill an envelope so but a lot of people do that way it's it's wonderful to have different ways to give that's great uh, today is um, mission Sunday I talked to uh, the lumber last night and they make me excited last night and at the same time 
uh, things that happen over there is kind of not too happy, but they are working. Um, I asked them to let me know I wanted little details. And uh, she told me that she go out four times a week. Um, she talked one-to-one 40 people every day. So that means she talked to 160 people a week, face-to-face. -face. The ones, the way she do it, she have uh, 40 tracks every day that she go out. So that's to know that she actually did the 40 people. She said, even if she lead them to the Lord, she, she'll do it. She, she, she gave them tracks, something to read. She said something that they can look at it. And she told me that, uh, and then on Monday, they go to the town, and uh, Govan's building is all around. They have beautiful garden over there. They go there, and they, um, they have little portable microphone and stuff, and they preach, and they put the music on, and the government people all come and they listen to them. That's what the place that people from all over the island come to um, pay the bills and everything, shopping and stuff. So the whole island hear them. And plus they have a thing on top. The house that they, I call that uh, radio with that knob, because nobody can shut that off. Um, so they doing a great job. The church is doing good. And she told me that uh, so when we support them, it's not just spiritual, but they have a physical need too. They have incident day before yesterday, a little boy going from here to visit the father. The father is in the government. And uh, he got sick, emergency. Uh, they don't have no nothing to bring them to another island because they don't have no nothing in the island and uh, the little thing that goes back and forth is only three times a week so they put him on some kind of boat to take them about 45 minute ride um, he died and so everybody it affect the whole island that's how it is there they don't have nothing one of the lady that will support monthly she's she ha she raised four kids without the husband having died in a in an ocean so um she have an infection in eye simple thing infection in eye for three months her eyes is closed red and her face is all big three months the the doctor supposed to send her to another island but it's for free is when they wanted to and uh so when we understand that, it costs $12 to go to another island. And a little, little money. People can die because of that. She was having so much headache and, and stuff. So we pay for her to go. And she go this in the morning, night she come home, she sleep at home. And within two weeks, she was totally healed. Just antibiotic. Can you imagine? So what you're giving in here make a difference there. Not just, not just for them to pay the bills, because there they don't have tithing, that's what we hear. Okay? Nobody have money. They give, but, but <laughs> it's not going to do anything. So 
what you gave in here, we so appreciate you for remember Cape Verde. Um, it's, it's a work, the whole island, not just the whole island, but people is going from all over the world there because it's a beautiful place. And uh, so they witness with everybody that come there. That lady is just like Pastor Jack. When we pray over, over her to go to our country, she received the same spirit. She don't care who you are. She go and talk to you. So we um, supporting a great ministry there. The whole island is hearing about Jesus. So we're so grateful that God gave us a you know, little peace on it. So I'm thankful. Praise the Lord. And so when you give to Cape Verde, you're giving to the poor. You're not giving to the rich people. You know, over here, it's good to give to everybody. But I just want to make you aware that when you give to the poor, who you give giving to? And not just to give, but what the Lord promised for us to have. Okay? Let me read. I have three scripture, uh, scriptures. Um, Proverbs 19, verse 17, say this. This is a Passion Bible. Every time you give to the poor, you make a loan to the Lord. Don't worry, you will be repaid in full for all the good you've done. Proverbs 11:25. Those who give to bless others will have a blessing reap upon them, and the one who pours out his life pour your, you to pour out blessing will be saturated with the favor. First, Second Corinthians 9, 7 to 9. Let him, let giving flow from your heart, not from your, a sense of religious duty. It is springing, let it spring forth freely from joy of giving, all because God loves hilarious generosity. Yes, God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace so that you will have more than enough of everything, every moment, and in every way. We, you will, uh, he will make you overflow with abundance and every good thing you do just as the scripture said about the one who trusts him. Because you sow extravagantly and give to the poor, his kindness and generous deed will never be forgotten. So just remember, it's not just giving part. Receive what, what the Lord promises. If we don't take it, we're not going to have it. Okay, just let's take it. The scriptures is just wonderful. We need to. So you want to put your confession? Let's confess. Let's put some faith with it. Okay, put the faith in it. Is the word. Because we are tired, the window of heaven are open. The blessing is being poured out because we are sowers. We are furnished in abundance for every good work. We receive jobs, better jobs, raises, 
bonus, benefits, sales, income, uh, commission, settlement, estate, inheritance. Okay, do it, do it. Receive a check in the mail, supernatural wealth, which bills laid off, debt acknowledged, royalty received, and property acquired. We are getting our building, lands, houses, vehicles, equipment. God is bringing into our hands great big seed, and we are moved forward in faith in every area of our lives. We command a harvest to come. Harvest, come to us now. Harvest an angel, go get it, and bring it to us right now in Jesus' name. Amen. You can bring your tithes and offerings forward before the Lord, and you can put them right in the receptacle. Hallelujah. We present it to God. Amen. Glory to God, and we give it cheerfully, bless the Lord. We are cheerful givers. The word says cheerful, prompt to do it givers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God blesses prompt obedience. Hallelujah. I got to get it all. Thank you. <laughs> Father, we thank you for this opportunity to sow. We thank you whether it's our tithes or our offerings our first fruit offerings, whatever where our heart is attached to today. We thank you, Father, that we are connecting with you. You see the motive. You see our heart. You see uh, that we are cheerful givers. And, and if we're not, we make that correction immediately. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, for your prompting us to do so. And so I thank you that when we give in line to your word, we receive. We always receive. We always receive. And we thank you, Father, that as we give to the missions offering this week, that uh, the scriptures that we read, how you repay, you saturate us, our lives are saturated with favor, hallelujah, glory to God, and that we'll never go without. We just thank you. We stand on that word today. We stand on that promise today. We thank you for a harvest of every seed, seed sown, not only in our lives, but in the lives of everyone that's touched by the missions in Cape Verde. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, just wanted to say thank you to those of you who came out yesterday and those of you who con contributed towards the school supplies. What a blessing in the backpacks. What a blessing it was. We gave away probably about 110 backpacks. And since yesterday, uh, we've had uh, texts and, and, and things from maybe about eight or nine more people. And so, because we posted on there that we have extra and so they can pick it up. So they'll coordinate with uh, Miss Christina this week and come pick picks them up. In fact, while I was sitting there, someone else is messaging about it. And so we're going to probably give them all away. Amen. Now, if you're a parent here and you need a backpack for your children and, uh, and school supplies, please see Christina after the service and she will uh, help you. We do have some left so you can help yourself to that. Amen. Praise God. Uh, so thank you to that. And also thank you to Christina who uh, took the time to pack the bags and, and do all kinds of things <laughs> in regards to it. <laughs> we appreciate your help on that. We really do. Uh, if not for that, we'd, you know, we'd have our assembly line and doing all that. So thank you. We appreciate all that you did. Uh, it was a nice time to, uh, beautiful day, beautiful weather. Oh, beautiful. 
and there were tons of people at the park, not tons, but there were lots of people at the park, uh, and it was busy, and so Dad got to walk around and handing out his tracks and talking to people, and then uh, people came uh, with their kids, and we had to, we got to talk to them, and what was our saying? A's and B's and drama-free. That's, that's their blessing as they walk away for a school year. A's and B's and drama free. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and some of the kids, you know, it's just, kids are all different. So it was really nice to, to, to get to talk to them and meet the, we have lots of young families in, in this community, this growing community. So we thank God. Thank you for contributing to the success of that event. Amen. Amen. So we've been talking about growth and we've been recognizing and acknowledging growth. So we have three individuals this morning who will be coming, uh, one in video form at the end, two live. And so uh, they'll be coming to you this morning. Again, we're talking about growth, recognizing and acknowledging growth. And so these are some messages, and it's not just Sunday morning messages. We've had guests in this year too. Uh, we've had a couple guests, so think about that. Uh, we've also do morning prayer, so one of the things will be from that. We've also uh, do leadership meetings. One will be from that. And so uh, we thank God for the opportunity to be able to have these individuals uh, come and share. So the first one coming is Mr. Ivan. You're very familiar with him. Give him a good, big God bless you as he comes. He's got 30 pages, so just be ready. Be ready. <laughs> good morning, family. Good morning. Yeah, like Pastor Murray said, I, I have a lot of uh, pages because, like, I like for me to get this uh, ready, I had to go and spend some time with the Lord. And whatever He put in my heart, I'll, I'll uh, type it in in the computer. I make it nice, and I'll type it in. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'll do a quick pray before I start. Father, I thank you for. Today, we're going to talk about growth. Father, thank you. You helped me there. You helped me speak words uh, with boldness, Father. The word will go forward, and whoever needs to receive it, you will receive it with joy in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. I want to talk the one uh, first thing I want to talk about uh, overflowing joy that Pastor Maria preached in December 5th, 2021. Uh, so, what is joy? I put uh, joy strength, because the Bible tells us uh, the the joy of the Lord is our strength. Uh, talk about strength, like usually, like in the morning, I feel like I got a lot of strength in the morning. And uh, before I came, I went and I had dishes there. I went and cleaned up all the the dishes. But my wife tell me, oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, you do dishes in the morning, but you, you make too much noise, and you wake me up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Psalm 16, 11. says, God will show me the path that leads to life. His presence fills me with joy, and he brings me pleasure forever. Joy is not a season. It's a way of living. The joy of the Lord is not occasionally or temporary. It's a lifestyle, lifestyle in Christ. Amen. Amen. Joy is, the, is of the spirit, not of our emotions. Our emotions are connected to our soul, not our spirit. Joy is, is not necessarily the absence of suffering. It is, 
it is the presence of God. In the presence of God, there is joy, no matter what the circumstances of life. So we need to activate our joy. We have the joy. We need to activate it. Let's say the doctor brings me like uh, some bad news, like stage four cancer. I won't deny that, but what I will deny, it's right over me. By saying, by his stripes, I am healed. This will activate my joy. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Joy is of God. And if the spirit of God lives in you, you have joy living in you. Amen? Joy is the fruit of the spirit. As in Galatians 5, 22 to 23, tells us the spirit produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, and self-control. If you are born again, filled with the spirit, then you possess the fruit of the spirit. John 15, 11. Jesus said, I have told you this, so that my joy, his joy in us, may be in us, and that our joy may be complete. Like the other fruits of the spirit, we need to develop and grow on joy. How can we grow on joy or any fruit of the spirit? By studying the word of God and doing what he says. Amen. Joshua 1.8 tells us, be sure that the book of the law is always read in your worship. Study day and night. Not sometimes, not when you feel like. And make sure that you obey everything written in it. Then you will prosper and, and be successful. Like Pastor Marie says, growing us is not automatic. It requires dis discipline in the word of God. Like when I go uh, to the gym, some people come to me, they say, oh, how can we get like uh, like a muscle growing, things like that. How can you, I say, first thing you got to like show up, be there at the gym and not just show up. Because I see people show up, they just sit on a, on a, on a seat and not do anything. <laughs> You're not growing, just sitting there. You got to put the work in it. Yeah, lift, lift weights and stuff like that. Yeah, do like cardio. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> Because I see like some uh, people showing up at the gym, like first time they show up, they go next to the mirror, they lift up the weight, they start looking at themselves, first day. <laughs> Not just reading the word, but also do what he says. In the book of James it says, the man that listens to the word and don't do what he says, it's like the man that looks in the mirror and forget where he looks like. He walks away and forget where he looks like. Pastor Marie uh, mentioned on a, on a teach that she did how scientists had discovered that our emotion is connected to our thoughts. But if your thoughts are not right, then your emotion won't be right. And if we can fix our thoughts, then we can, we can fix our emotions. How can you fix our thoughts? By spending time in the word of God and do what it says. Colossians 3.2 says on Passion Translation. Feast on all the treasure of the heavenly home and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and now with distraction of the natural realms. 
You cannot get joy apart from the word of God. Amen. Romans 15, 13 tells us, May God, the source of hope, fill you with all the joy and peace by means of your faith in him, so that your hope will continue to grow by the power of the Holy Spirit. Philippians 4, 4. May you always be joyful in the, in the union with the Lord. I said it again. Rejoice. If you want to be overflow on something, first, you must be full of it. When something is full, and if you try to put more in it, it will overflow. For my beloved son, I was once dead, but now he's alive. Once he was lost, but now he's found. And, and everyone celebrates with overflowing joy. Romans 5.11 but, that, but that's not all. We rejoice because of what God has done through our Lord Jesus Christ, who has now made us good friends. And then I'll start like a, a finish strong and uh, starting stronger. God wants us to be strong, to be stronger today than yesterday, to grow more this year than last year. But it's up to us to make that choice. Are we going to stay in that comfortable zone? Are we going to step up and do what God says? Amen. Yeah. When, when I go to the gym, uh, there's like, you, you can, some, like you tend to be like in the comfort zone, using the same uh, routine, do the same thing over and over. Uh, then when you, you start taking that step to be out of the comfort zone, and you start doing like a, a different like exercise to make your muscle grow, and uh, one reason, like, you feel like your muscle grow when you put, like, the work into it, and then next day you feel like if you do legs, your legs will be hurting a little bit. That means you, you're doing the extra work. You get out of that comfort zone. Yeah. Isaiah 41, 13. It says, I am the Lord your God. I strengthen you and tell you, do not be afraid. I will help you. Don't be afraid. God is with you. Don't rely on your own strength. The Holy Spirit will strengthen you. Forget what you used to be now. You are a new creature in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Philippians 3.13. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. If you take one step closer to the Lord this year, next year take two steps. Amen. First John 4.4. 4. Little children, you can be certain that you belong to God and have conquered them. For the one who is living in you is far greater than the one who is in the world. Don't let the world dictate who you are and what you have to do. Because... If you have the greater one and the mighty one living on the inside, God has equipped you to be far more greater on this world. Amen? I had, like, uh, some questions, like uh, Pastor Maria had mentioned on the, uh, on how to, like, reflect on the last year, how uh, I would describe in 2021 
in three, uh, three to five keywords. She asked, uh, what is the most important lesson uh, I learned uh, that, that year, in 2021? I feel like to, to surround uh, myself with the right people. People that will bring you up, not down. Like-minded people in faith, amen? And the, the next question was, what's the best thing that happened to me in, in 2021? When I say yes to Pastor Maria to start receiving the offering, and I knew in my heart there was a, there was a change for me to be out of my comfort zone and to grow more in the Lord. Yeah, because like, uh, like every time the chance, uh, the things present, like to be out of the comfort zone, I'll take the step in, I'll do it. Even like I'll be a little bit, uh, maybe like afraid or not like, uh, yeah, nervous, yeah, <laughs> like nervous. But I'll step out, I'll do it. I'll do it because there's a chance for you to grow. And the more you do it, you start to get more comfortable with it. Amen? Yeah. Let's see the next question. It says, what challenge I overcome in 2021? I would say... Uh, like uh, to be more like on time because uh, back in the day they would tell me it's time to be there I would show up like half hour <laughs> I try to learn more like to be more on time and like uh, uh, it's, it, it, it takes time to grow but like I'm, I'm pushing myself to, to do it more and more yeah amen and what's the new skill I learned in 2021 uh, like uh, my brother-in-law Durval uh, he taught me how to cast. I, I couldn't cast. So that was a new skill I learned. <laughs> yeah. And now I went, like, I become, start become really good at it. And before that, like, when we used to go fishing, and when I was about to cast, everybody started moving to the side. <laughs> moving to the side. Oh, he's going to cast. Because <laughs> sometimes I think I'm going backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's it, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, that's the time, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Ivan. That's awesome. God's so good. Amen. Stepped right out of his comfort zone. Now he could just preach all day. Glory to God. Uh, the next person you're going to hear from, and you can welcome him this morning, is Mr. Jeff. He's kind of new to the Sunday morning process. So... Welcome him. And don't look at the clock, sir, okay? Uh, yeah, because I know I haven't told Good morning, church. Good morning, people online. I don't have a lot of pages. I have this, a couple of sheets like I have. But uh, what I'm going to talk about is, uh, I believe Pastor Maria told me it was from July 25th in the morning prayer session. It was about worry, uh, nervousness, and just the, the way that we w live our lives is hectic. Everything is fast-paced now. So there's a famous scripture that we all think about, but I'm going <clears> to <throat> read the second part of that because it's, that's where our peace, our stillness, and our strength come from. And it's Psalm 46, 10 and 11. I read from the NIV, and this is what it says. It says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Verse 11, the Lord is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So what I did is I looked up the word still. And I see Pastor Maria doing that a lot. And 
because she goes back into the Hebrew and the Greek words. And I found several definitions for the word still. Um, one author, I believe, it came from a Hebrew word, uh, and this pronunciation is going to be rough, rape. And when I looked up the definition of that word, being still means to surrender. It means to heal, be healed, be cured, obviously to be quiet. It see, it, there was one definition that said cease striving because this Psalms comes from the uh, book two of Psalms and there was a time that Israel, or they say Zion, was in constant combat. They were in combat. So they had to be still and know that God is in control. And that's what I got from that. And the NIV, which I, study, I have a study Bible at home, it's um, the word definition was enough. When we think about it, those are all words for God. All words for God that we have to do. And uh, my mind will race. I got a, a lot of things going on. And the thing that I always ask myself, and I step back, I be still and quiet. When has God ever failed me? When has, when I, when I, when I'm truly in the word and I really need healing or, or something to happen, when has he failed me that it's in my best interest? When it's not in my best interest or in his way, it, it's going to fail because it's not meant to be. And, and that's what I, I found out that that prayer hit me and I typed on the page, um, uh, be still and know that I am God. And then I had to close my doors, close the windows and run into work. <laughs> you know, that's how my day goes sometimes. But I try to get it in as much as I can, uh, some of the word, and I need to do that more. There's things I have to look at. And I have a, a devotional. It says, my 15 minutes for of God. I was given that a long time ago. And it's um, based on the New Testament, the new generation version, and it gives you day-to-day, -day. it starts Monday through Friday, and it gives you a little bit of, uh, like, fuel to get you through the day. It's 15 minutes. It says 15 minutes. It has a Old Testament section and uh, uh, insight, and I try my best to be there with my family when we have time. We have different schedules, so it is complicated, but you have to make time. And then another thing was, uh, how do you go about being still? And so I went and this is from Grace Covenant Church on the internet. And it talked about being still and what it meant. And the first thing we have to know and acknowledge and accept, and if you don't, is God is sovereign over everything. God first. Sometimes we don't like what we see, but we have to know that he's in control of everything and it's going to work out well. We don't always know the end, but we know it's going to be good for us. The second thing is come to terms that we depend on God, and I do. I depend on God. I'm healed. I'm relieved. I'm, I'm everything because of God. Because when I do it on my way, it don't work out. It does not. Even in my best, in my best days, and I think I got it all together, I do not. And I do not. And I have to admit that to myself. And I, and I can be like all of us. I can say, why me? I get into the pity mode, and that's not good. But I know God has a plan for me. The third is seeking spiritual strength from God. Like I said, we're, we're weak. In our weakness, he becomes strong. The Bible tells us, in our weakness, he becomes strong. And that's why that word, like, I kind of wasn't sure that word surrender stuck out to me. Because when you surrender everything to him, your peace is going to come because you know he's there. And every one of these steps is going to be different for somebody else. Number four, being patient and quiet. Because, like I said, my mind will race. My mind will race. I got to do this. I got to do that. We got to get this done. Um, but sometimes we just need to sit still and just relax. 
give our bodies rest, give our minds rest, and say, thank you, Lord, and look at the beauty that he's got about it, uh, done for us and is about us. Refraining from, number five, refraining from needless uh, fear and worry. Yep, and um, we all do it. We all do it. We see the news, something happens, you know, and, and that through all my struggles, all my struggles, I've been blessed. When I step back, the things that I have to deal with in my life, uh, I am still blessed. I am still blessed no matter what. You know, and it says, what do I have to worry about? Because someone, some way, somehow, he's going to step up. Through somebody else, through some organization, he steps up. Not the way I want it, when I want it, but he will be there. I know that. Thank you, Jesus. Number six, continue to learn and obey God's commandments. You know, that's a, we talk about that all the time. Be a doer, not just a, a, a reader, a follower, or a faker, I would say. And expecting the Lord to save. Pastor Maria talks about this all the time. You've got to expect what you want. You know, you've know, you got to believe that it's going to happen. You've got to believe that it's going to happen. Number eight, seeking the Lord through constant prayer. And, and, and that's what I'm working on is not that, that worry prayer. Oh, God, help me. Oh, God, save me. I used to do that back in the day for a lot of reasons. And he did save me. He did save me. But now that prayer is with, you know, praying for your family, praying for your job, praying for the people at your job, praying for patience for people at your job or what we're going to or what we have to deal with. And sometimes just saying, you know, Lord, I am blessed because when we see so many people that are less fortunate, that their mindset, not just I'm talking about money or, or health or anything, just their mindset of today. When I hear people's mindset, you know, I'm like, wow, thank you, Lord. I'm not there. Okay, number nine is longing for Christ's return. And that's what it's all about, is the ultimate peace, the peace that passes all understanding, the glory to glory of when Christ returns, and we're all, we're all in heaven. We all pass, have that peace that passes understanding. And, and some of the worst times in my life, I remember twice, I'm not going to go into it, but that peace just touched me. It just touched me, and it was unbelievable. It was better than anything I could ever feel, anything that i ever done, any pleasure that I thought there was, and I needed it at that time. But it doesn't have to be in times of turmoil, in times of hurt, that that day is going to come. We don't know when. But that's going to be un so unbelievable. And that's what I concentrate when I'm still. I concentrate on that joy of the Lord. And that is what I'm trying to work on, that I am working on. And I don't have any slides of this or that. <laughs> I just add those two verses. But I also do a lot of music um, that I listen to. I go into Christian rap, go to YouTube. It is very useful, and you can get a lot of things, even for the kids and for the youth and for my, for my daughter who's going to be 13. I find a lot of things, and that's what I'm working on today is being still and knowing that I am God, and he is my fortress. So thank you. Thank you for sharing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That just blessed my soul. Hallelujah. So we have one more, and it's only four minutes, because I know it's 1121, but bear with us. So uh, we have leadership meetings on the second Monday of each month with our leadership team, and we have it through Zoom. And uh, a couple months ago, uh, you'll hear uh, her allude to this, uh, but I talked about uh, you never know who's going to walk through our doors. 
and we need to be ready to receive them in the state that they're in. And so uh, this individual was prompted uh, to share their glory story. Remember our glory stories, which we don't get any of, because I guess, I don't know, I guess maybe God's not doing anything for anybody. Okay, you got to testify. If you, if you listen to me and if you pray with me on Monday mornings, I, or on every morning, you hear me harp on that, right, Ivan? He's there with me every week, and a lot of you are. So, uh, but we got to share. We got to open our mouths and share what Jesus has done. So she had, she was going to do this anyway, but then I mentioned our growth. And so this is a good way to get the glory story in and growth. This is powerful. And so welcome via video, Miss Tracy. story with you um, and it's going to be referred to Pastor Maria Murphy um, she was doing a team leader meeting with us and she had mentioned how we need to accept everyone that walks in the door whatever is going on with their life because the word changes them and right there and then I realized I needed to share my story um, and my story happened about nine to 10 years ago, um, serving in children's ministry. Uh, and I was a full-blown um, functioning alcoholic. Um, it started off maybe 20 years ago, um, just having a glass of wine with supper, having a glass of wine during sitting at the pool. Um, family functions uh, until it was every single day from noon in, from like beginning of the morning, looking what time it was, was it early enough? Can I have a glass of wine? Nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, um, until the end of the day being passed out and not even remembering what happened during the day. Um, example, um, Pastor Maria and Pastor Jack had invited me over their home um, on my birthday, they were cooking uh, a dinner for me, um, invited me the night before, and um, I didn't even remember that uh, the day of my birthday because she had called me the night of, and I was so drunk, I didn't even remember. Um, sad to say, but um, that happened about, like I said, nine to ten years ago um, until... Uh, I just said, you know, I, I can't do this anymore. Um, I was just constantly drinking uh, to drown out all my feelings, my emotions in my life, not realizing what I needed to do was just hand over everything to the Lord. Um, it didn't happen overnight, like I said, um, but it gradually did. Like I said, I, I love the Lord. I was in the word. I never ran from um, church. I never ran from the people in the church. Uh, never doing that. So if you ever feel like you have a problem in your life and uh, you got stuff going on, don't run from him, run to him. Um, and one day I just opened the fridge and I just said, help me God. I can't do this anymore. And uh, that day, God delivered me. Um, 
it's been about nine, 10 years. I haven't drank. Uh, I'm not going to drink. I don't have the need to drink. Um, I have some scriptures uh, that I want to stand on, and that is 1 Peter 5, 8, and it says, Be alert and sober-minded. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. And the second Bible verse is 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11, do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexual immoral, nor the idolaters, nor the adulterers, nor the men who have sex with men or thieves, nor the greedy, nor the drunkards, nor the slanders, nor the swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were. But... You were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by the Spirit of our God. Thank you, Lord. In Hebrew 4.11, for the word of God is alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates even dividing soul and spirit joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Growth. Growth. The word of God taken in and practiced will change your life. That's that. That's that sums that up. Will change our lives. Amen. Glory to God. So, if you have uh, any issues, you know, if you're going through things, like she said, a lot of times we tend to stay away. Don't stay away. Come, and you will be welcomed. Uh, we had an individual who used to come to church who was an alcoholic as well, and my dad had conversations with that individual the night before, and they were going to give excuses as to why they weren't coming. He said, "I don't care if you have to put that vodka in your water bottle." You come to church. You come to church. And she did. Everybody thought it was water. It's white, clear. Yeah, she did. Because she was, you know, going to have, you know, uh, withdrawals and things. He said, you bring it with you. And then you continue to speak the word. Keith Moore told someone who was addicted to cigarettes. He told him, every time, do you believe that you were healed? Because he prayed for him. And he said, be healed. He said, every time you go to take a drag from that cigarette, I want you to do what the word of God tells you to do. He said, the word tells us to smoke. He said, no. But he said to do everything that you do for the glory of God. He said, so tell the Lord, Lord, I'm smoking this cigarette for your glory. And the man was like, whoa, I don't think I could do that. He said, everything you do, you do it for the glory of God, right? The man did it like twice and, you know, he, mm, 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 mm. no, this ain't feeling right. And he was separated from that because the word separated him. No more. No more. He said, he ran into church. He's like, Brother Keith, you'll never believe what happened. Keith's like, no, I won't believe it. No, no, what happened? But the word will separate us from old habits. You can't do it yourself. You could try, 
But if you don't get, if you put the word in, your spirit will be strengthened. And it will be, that's why. How many of you eat one meal a week? <laughs> Look around. That's nobody. No one. How many of you eat at least two meals a day? At least two meals a day. Yeah. Yeah. We eat two meals a day. Well, our spirit, that, why? Because it nourishes our body and it helps it to grow. But if we will do that for our spirit, that's why we harp on the word. That's why Mr. Jeff and Mr. Ivan, they're like, you know, as we always hear, we get in the word, right? Everybody who says the word, it always comes back to the word because that is our spiritual sustenance. That is what strengthens our spirit. And our spirit needs to be really strong because we have this mind. And the devil wants to keep us in the arena of the mind. He can't touch your spirit, but he can play around in the area of your mind. And so if your spirit is strong, you can keep him at bay. Because you'll be able to order your thoughts. He won't get to touch your heart. Your, your uh, mind. And the thing is, is 3 John 2 says, is it 3 John 2? Yeah. That says, beloved, I wish your favorite scripture. Beloved, I wish above all things you may prosper and be in health even as what? Your soul. What is your soul? Your mind, will, and emotions. As much as your mind, as much as you win in your mind, you will win in your spirit and in your body. The mind is the area the devil will get you in. When he talked about peace and being still, that mind part is the part that gets us, isn't it? But if we have a strong spirit because we feed regularly on the word and we do what it says, we'll be able to have a strong mind <laughs> and our body will have to align. The word will do that for you if you'll put it in regularly and do it regularly. Amen? Glory to God. And that's why we're talking about growth. Come on and stand. That's why we're talking about growth. Because hallelujah. I've been separated from so many things. I, my testimony could be just like Tracy's. It's very parallel to each other. You could have called me the same. Borderline. Functioning. But you could have called me the same. When I moved out, I had a beer in my hand at 9 o'clock in the morning. Why? Because I could. Because I could. Nobody was there to tell me I couldn't. And that's how my attitude was. I was young and stupid. But that was my attitude. I had a beer in my hand at 9 in the morning. They'd be like, oh, she's sowing her wild oats. I'd be smoking at 8 in the morning, you know, smoking like a chimney. People look at me and they're like, you smoke? Yeah, cussed like a sailor. I went to my mother's house one time, and some girl got me mad. I was F-bombing all over the place. My mom's, like, looking at me. I'm like, because usually I, you don't cuss in front of your mama. You may cuss in front of everybody else, but when you, you, it cleans up real good. I moved back into the house smoking. Well, it took one day, and I stopped. I stopped because she's like, I'm allergic to cigarettes. It makes my nose bleed. You got to go outside. It was freezing. I'm like, I ain't going outside. And so I quit cold turkey. God separated me from that. The word did. Amen. And so whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is, let the word separate you. If you're doing something and your heart is telling you, not here. The, the Lord doesn't talk to you from here. Don't expect something to come here from the Lord. You're not going to hear him from here. We hear him from within. It could just be an impression. 
It could just be like, oh, I feel this way. I, I sense this. But don't expect it from here. The devil comes here <laughs> outward. But it's an internal thing that the Lord. And so if you're doing something and you're just like, oh, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> I don't understand why I feel, Lord, what's going on? Yeah, maybe he doesn't want you to do that. Maybe you're watching something and you're like, no, this is a little much. No, I, I shouldn't be doing this. Don't ignore that because when you ignore it, that voice will get quieter and quieter and quieter and quieter until your conscience is seared. And I got to that place where it didn't bother me. And I would use the excuse, I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm my own person and I can do whatever I want to do. Because I had people tell me what to do all my life, right? And I didn't like it when I got older. And so I would say I can do whatever. It's my life. And one of his biggest things was your life affects everybody else's. But I was rebelling against that. And I was like, I don't care. It's my life. I can do what I want to. And so he was like, uh, no, your life, what you do, your actions will affect other people. And boy, did I realize that. Boy, did I have a wake-up call in that. And their lives affect me, their choices. And so I thank God for his deliverance. So get in the word. If you don't have, again, if you don't have a time, that is your safety net. That is your sustenance. That is what will help you grow strong like your body when you eat the right foods. You know when you eat junk for a long time and your body goes, can you please give me something good? I need a home-cooked meal. Yeah. I need mama to cook for me. Yeah, I'm tired of Burger King. I'm tired of Taco Bell. I never get tired of Taco Bell. Sorry. But... <laughs> I need mama's cooking like home vegetables. I need to, your body craves that. Well, your spirit longs for the word. It longs for the word. And if you are having a hard time getting in the word, get a study partner. Ask somebody, can you help me be my faith buddy? We all need faith friends. Say, I need some help. Show me how to study. Get somebody to help you study and study the word together. That will help you implement a, a time of devotions like uh, Mr. Jeff was talking about this morning. Amen. Glory to God. I'm sorry. I know we went a little over. Father, we thank you for this opportunity together. I thank you for what you're doing in the lives of this faith family. I'm so grateful. I am so grateful to you, Father. I thank you that, yeah, we are growing and increasing in the knowledge of you. And your word is changing us every day. We are becoming more and more like you, Jesus. And so we thank you for your provision this week. We thank you for your favor. We acknowledge you in everything we do this week. And we thank you that our paths are directed. You direct us to everything that we need. In Jesus' name.